Welcome to Lex Chat. My name is Lexi. I'm an Atlanta, Georgia-based singer, songwriter, vocal coach, and female recording engineer. I do travel. I'm available for recording studio, artist development, and consultation. You can book me by phone by texting 404-692-1299 through email at lexisolo at gmail.com. That's Lexi, L-E-X-C-S-O-L-O at gmail.com. Social media at LexiATL and my website at LexiATL.com. Again, Lexi is L-E-X-C. This show is dedicated to music and entertainment where we talk about the industry and the business and we help each other to become better artists and creatives. You can catch these chats usually live on Instagram at LexiATL, that's at L-E-X-C, ATL on Instagram and YouTube every Wednesday night to be part of the conversation. If you miss the live, you can always catch the replay on Mondays at 8 a.m. on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. If you're listening or watching on YouTube, please be sure to like the video, leave comments to continue the conversation, subscribe and hit the notification bell to be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or iHeartRadio, or iHeartRadio, I got these retainers in, I might take them out. If you're listening on either one of those platforms, please give me a five out of five star rating and leave a review. All of these things really help me by telling the algorithms that this is a good piece of content that they should push in front of larger audiences. So I would greatly appreciate y'all doing that for me. If you'd like to go the extra mile in supporting me, then please consider becoming a patron of mine on patreon.com slash LexiATL. And for as little as $5 per month, you'll be supporting me and getting early access to content. This week on Lex Chat, I want to talk, I want to chat about creating a standard for yourself and how you interact with people professionally. This topic is inspired by my work week, which has caused me to miss my usual recording day of Wednesday night on Instagram Live, but it is for a good reason. I had a great work week. And I was exposed to people who are used to functioning at a high level in my field. And it got me to thinking about how I want to continue forward with how I work with people and how I set expectations for the experience my clients will have working with me. If this sounds like a topic you would be interested in hearing more about, stay tuned. Good news, everyone. I am releasing a new album and the release is set for July of 2023. That's this year. To get some buzz about the album, I'm going to be previewing pieces of the songs on my Lex chat through the release of the album, like until the release of it. So here's a preview from one of the songs in consideration called It's You. Let me know what you think. Before we kick off the show, let's give a shout out to the sponsors. 
Shout out to Mr. Flat Shoals, who is a patron of mine. Thank you so much for supporting me in a way that I can feel. If you would like to become a patron and you wanna go the extra mile in showing me support, get early access to content and shout outs on Lex Chat, as well as be automatically entered into my giveaways, then please consider becoming a patron of mine. Go to patreon.com slash LexiATL. That's patreon.com slash L-E-X-C-A-T-L. If you would like to become a sponsor of Lex Chat and advertise your services or your products, you can contact me through Instagram at LexiATL. That's at L-E-X-C-A-T-L. Send an email at LexiSolo at gmail.com. That's L-E-X-C-S-O-L-O at gmail.com. Or send me a text to 404-692-1299. Thank you to all of my sponsors. Now, let's get into the announcements album announcement at the beginning of the episode you all heard the sneak peek into one of my songs called it's you so i have been planning things with maurice beats he is the producer of all of the songs that are going to be on the album so it's a collaboration between himself and myself himself between himself and myself i'm trying to speak properly but you know sometimes the brain just doesn't want to do proper grammar in real time but anyway yeah the album's coming out don't have a name for it yet i do have a lot of songs in consideration <laughs> and like i said the one that y'all heard today was it's you last week y'all heard lovers in this war phase one for telling you all about this album and letting you know about it is going to be an email blast and getting out press releases to different blogs. So if you have um, any suggestions on blogs that I should send it to, that I should submit to, to try to get featured on their website, get featured on their online magazine, whatever it is, online articles, then please let me know in the comment section down below or send me a message on Instagram or text me some links or whatever. But the first phase is gonna be sending out emails and getting you know some anticipation built through blogs. So that being said, I will be sending out like a little newsletter that's explaining the backstory and the meaning behind the songs. Um, some of them are gonna talk about the recording process and how I like to make my vocals sound when I'm doing these songs. So if that's something that you're interested in and you are interested in knowing the backstory and meaning of the songs, then please become a subscriber to my email list. You can do that by going to my website, www.lexiatl.com. As soon as you jump onto my website, there's gonna be a little box in the bottom right-hand corner that says get exclusive, sign up for the email list. And that's how you join my email list. Otherwise, send me your email and I'll add you to it myself. And yeah, can't wait. The album's gonna be coming out in July. So y'all be on the lookout. In other news, y'all know I gotta talk about the merchandise, right? I got the Lexi hashtag winner sun visors. Katniss has been on my desk. Y'all can see that on the camera. But sun visors, y'all know the weather's getting hotter, the sun is shining brighter, it's about to be daylight savings, and you're gonna need something to help shield your eyes other than just some shades. So, you know. If these sun visors are your style and it's an affirmation, hashtag winner, let everybody know. I got the Lexi Burn Lighters. This is a lighter with a built-in bottle opener. So if you smoking and if you drinking, then I got your back, I got you covered, all right? Lighter with a built-in bottle opener, just all the party activities. I also have the hashtag winner, hashtag keeper wristbands. Like I've been telling y'all, I have every single color of the rainbow. I just haven't had them like in my face but 
You know, we got yellow, green, purple, orange, white, black, pink. Oh, there's some more lighters in there. Every color of the rainbow you could possibly imagine. And then if you're watching on YouTube, we have the Lexi posters, the artistic ones with the pink background. And then we got the Sexy Lexi Vibe Magazine, Source Magazine Vibes posters over there. And all of these things are available for sale on my website at LexiATL.com. That's L-E-X-C-A-T-L.com. Or you can buy them from me in person when you pull up to my shows, okay? So what's up, R&B Trayvon? When you pull up to the shows, the merch is also available for purchase. Next up, I want to get into the recap of the Black Only Soul Awards. So like I had been telling y'all for like a month, I got nominated for Best Engineer of the Year by Black Only Soul Awards. And this is an award show. Hey, Great Keys is on YouTube. Hey, what up, Keys? <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is a Black Only Soul Award show held in Atlanta. It was actually at VS1 ATL Photography Studios, which a girl that I model with, her name is Tam, Tamara. She's um, a model, a plus size model out here in Atlanta, really killing things. That's her husband's studio, photography studio, VS1 ATL. Really dope event space. We had a whole award show there so i can only imagine that you know you could probably do album release parties listening parties you could definitely do a video shoot and um photography shoot there it was a really nice space but um you know the tea is i did not win the award flyboy breeze won the award so congratulations to him and um unfortunately i just i didn't even really feel like going i did go but i didn't network nearly as much as I wanted and I didn't um like I didn't get dressed up as much as I would have wanted to for an award show just because you know I don't know there was so much anxiety during the week leading up to that and then a friend of mine had a birthday party that I just I wasn't in my right state of mind mentally which is becoming a theme I don't want to claim it too often but you know that's what the real is that's just what it is I didn't feel like being there, but even though I didn't feel like going, I still wanted to show up. And I did talk to a couple people, you know, it was nice. It was set up like a real award show. They had artist performances, they had music, they had food. Apparently they had a red carpet event, but I didn't know that until it was already too late. So like the red carpet thing started at five o'clock. Um, I didn't get there until 7.30 because I figured I had sessions earlier that day um, and I figured that, you know, I don't really want to be there for the whole thing. I literally just want what's for me and then leave. <laughs> but I did not win the award. But congratulations to Flyboy Breeze for winning Engineer of the Year from the Black Only Soul Awards. And, um, you know, it's just really dope what what goes on in the city. And I'm so I'm so grateful to be even considered for that nomination. So yeah here's to you know winning next year being nominated next year and winning next year because i had no idea how i even got nominated but um i need to probably send a thank you like hey thank y'all for even including me in the nomination so yeah uh next announcement i am walking in a fashion show love e pre presents innovate and curate this is going to be saturday march 18th 2023 so by the time this episode comes out that's going to be on saturday okay 
Um, this is going to be from 3 to 6 p.m. at Corso Atlanta, which is at 3200 Howell Mill Road, Northwest Atlanta, Georgia, 30327. This is an immersive and interactive fashion show and shopping experience. So, you know, per usual, go to my website, LexiATL.com. If you're interested in going, then I do have the link to those tickets on my website. Next announcement is Next Studio, Next Sound Studio Live, sorry. Season five is premiering on Thursday, March 23rd at 8.30 p.m. And my episode is airing at 9 p.m. directly after. So I am episode one of season five. and it's premiering on Thursday, March 23rd, okay? So join me on YouTube. I still, you know, at this point, I don't think I'll be doing a listening party because I just can't make my mind up, you know? And I wanna do it up big. I wanna get food and drinks, uh, just budget-wise though, eh. But does anyone really care about getting food and drinks or something like this? I don't know. I would want it to be that. Maybe I should just go ahead and do it though. I don't want to not do it just because I'm not able to do it the way that I want to do it just yet, you know? So I might do a watch party, you know, rent some studio space and uh, invent, invent, invite some people to come check out the episode with me. And then uh, like we'll watch it live and then we will listen to some unreleased music that I have on the way. So yeah, I'll let y'all know though. Just stick close to my Instagram. If you're in the Atlanta area, then we'll make that We'll make that a thing. Let me know if you would come out to it. And then the last announcement I have is Writer's Block Atlanta, an intimate evening. This is gonna be on Tuesday, April 4th of 2023 at 7 p.m. at Eddie's Attic. Eddie's Attic is located at 515 North McDonough Street, Decatur, Georgia, 30030. I can't speak with these retainers in my mouth. Hold on, hold on. Ugh. Like I just cannot talk with these in my mouth, so I got to I had to take these out. My tongue is like going up against the back of my teeth every time. Anyway, so yeah, this Writer's Block Atlanta is going to be at Eddie, at Eddie's Attic, 515 North McDonough Street, Decatur, Georgia, 30030. I have a 15-minute acoustic set and everything is going to be acoustic, but no drums are allowed, so people will play pianos and guitars and flutes and whatever other instrument that they want to present their talent with, but it's an intimate evening, so it's gonna be like soft music. I've got 15 minutes, so yeah, I'm excited. Um, I have a guitar player. I got a guitar player, Nick Nelson. He's going to be playing with me, so we've got our... We've got our rehearsal schedule for Tuesdays, and yeah. Um, I will be performing along with Brian Wiltsey, Alex Gannon, Douglas Aldridge, Bryson White, Cody Ray Lee, Honey Coated Music, Zach Alexander, Robin Danger Vincent, and Ash B. I'm really excited about that, and I'm excited to meet all these people. I need to make sure I get pictures with everybody and actually post them after the event. But this event is $15. You can buy tickets online or you can wait to get it at the door. I would recommend buying ahead of time online. The doors open at 6.30 p.m. Again, this is on Tuesday, April 4th, a little less than a month out. So join me for an intimate session and yeah, be excited about that. Be excited about that. Okay, so now let's get into the hot take. All of the announcements are out of the way. Let's get on into the hot take. Today's hot take. 
there should not be an age limit on creativity. I don't know if anybody opposes such an opinion, such a hot take, but you know, yeah. Let's get into it. So I found this video clip. I was scrolling on Instagram, where else? Um, and this was posted by DJ Big X ATL on Instagram. This is a clip showing Big Gip from Goody Mob asking, can we all make music without it being, without there being an age limit? So let's take a listen to what he had to say. Nowhere. And I want to, I want to say this to the industry, man. You know, <laughs> one minute we too old to make raps. Then the next minute, DJ Khaled could drop an album with all 50 rappers, if 45 and up, and everybody was like, it's great. So where we at, hip-hop? Can we all make music and it not be an age limit? Because yeah. that's what I be seeing. You know uh, what I mean? It's like I one, if the industry, or uh, they got their budget on it, then they good enough to be here. But if they don't got the budget on it, then they ought to retire and get out of the way. Now tell me, tell, I'm, I'm just saying, he's the same rapper. Yeah. They ain't changing their rap since the 90s. They rapping about the same thing now. So yeah. why is the difference? Is it just the budget and the label being behind it? Or are we just acting like we got cataracts to certain situations? Okay, so that is the hot take, all right? And that was, again, his name is Big Gip from Goody Mob. And he's asking... Why is there an age limit on hip hop in particular is what he mentioned. And for me, this, <laughs> this clip could not have come at a better time because I was, this actually plays really well into my work week and the people that I worked with the past th three, four days that we've been working together. Yeah, the past four days. So something that the guy said to me, I'm not gonna say anybody's names because you know, privacy and professionalism which we're also talking about today the standard the standard is professionalism and confidentiality but anyway he said you know i found this artist and she's 37 years old and you know black people black genres of music are the only genres of music that care about the age of the artist and tell the artist that they're too old to be pursuing music you're not old, you're not too old to do nothing. You know, that's a lie that we've been told. But when you look at, and I hate to make it a race thing, but you know, he's got a point. It's also probably just another like destruction tactic specifically geared towards black people, right? I forgot my timer. <laughs> not like we ever follow it anyway. But I was like, you know, when you think about it, yeah, we're, I won't say white artists are not shamed to stop pursuing music after a certain age because as a woman, that's also different. As women, we are told that we are going to age out of being able to do music and pursue music and be seen as desirable and sexy. It's like your age, somehow the older you get, the less talented you can be. Or I don't, I don't really know how people think about this in their own mind, but yeah, I, I disagree that there should be a, an age limit. So <laughs> let me say this in a better way. I agree with Big Gip. Like why, why in, in music that is heavily influenced by black culture and the face of it is black, why are we always told that we are too old to do something? We're too old to pursue music, but everybody else like gets to have that pass, right? 
Um, Great Key says, I'm not sure how well he articulated his point, but I think I get it. There should not be an age limit in creative spaces. I agree. Official Mr. Flat Shoal 74 says, that entire interview is a hot take. A lot of facts, not opinions. I need to go back and look at the um, interview. I didn't watch it. Um, I just saw this clip from DJ Big X ATL on Instagram. But yeah, um, I'm not even going to get into the black portion, but as a woman, right, there's a lot of unspoken pressure. Like some people won't say it to your face, but others will. There's a lot of pressure on women to just do everything so much faster than guys. I wonder if, if it's because we're the baby makers, we're the people who can have kids and reproduce that we're told. And we do, we very much do have a time limit on that, the biological clock, you know, that's ticking. Um, and we're told that we need to have kids by a certain time, by 35. Otherwise it does become, scientifically, it becomes more difficult for us to have good pregnancies and healthy pregnancies and then bear healthy kids if we wait too late to have children. So with that in mind, right, women are very much rushed to do everything. And I mean, even the development of women, we develop a lot faster than boys, but especially in the music industry, aside from the pressure of looking a certain way and having a certain hairstyle, having certain, like if you don't have eyelash extensions, if you don't have a weave, if you don't have a wig, if your nails aren't always done, if you step out the house with the full natural face with no makeup, if you step out in sweatpants, people are gonna talk about you. But when it comes to men, y'all don't have that same pressure that we women do. Women, we have to be dressed to the nines and we have to be presentable all the time. Guys, y'all can just be looking crusty and still be talented and nobody would care because they love the music so much. Whereas women, we get it so much harder. And then behind the scenes, we can't just rely on our talent. It's even more of a political thing if we decide not to sleep with people. You can't even tell somebody that you are not interested in them in that explicit way because as i found out <laughs> you gotta you have to give them the hope of being able to get with you but never actually giving into doing anything with them but if you tell people straight up to their face i'm not interested in you you stop getting invited to certain spaces you stop getting invited to events and parties and um you get pushed out because you didn't play the game. I hate when people tell me that. You got to play the game to win. You got to play the game. I hate it. I really hate it. I really do. But as far as the age thing, right, there should be no limit on creativity. Now, if you find that you are less motivated as you get older, you're less motivated to do music. That's a completely different issue from being told that you are too old to do music. Nobody is too old to be creative in any capacity, okay? As long as you can continue to put out good quality work and you can continue to talk about things that people wanna hear about or people want to discuss in music or that people can relate to in music, there should be no age limit. I think unfortunately, um, and I don't want anybody to try to equate this to the hot take last week with, um, you know, should we associate the art with the artist? Because age has nothing to do with the actions of that artist. Those are two completely com different conversations. I know some crazy folks out there will try to, you know, make that an issue in itself. But when it comes to age, yeah, if you're a good person, you making good music 
and it's quality and it's things that people can relate to, it's issues that people need to make sure they're not feeling alone on, then I don't see what the problem is. There is no problem. Age is not a problem. As long as you can do it healthy and you know, I'm a broken record as, at this point. As long as you can do it and you're healthy, your mind is all there and what you're doing sounds good, is good and people are still supporting, then why stop? I mean, there are so many old school bands that are still touring off of songs that they did 30, 40 years ago. They aged with their audience and their audience, they maintain that core audience. So now every year when they decide to do a tour, like an example would be Frankie Beverly and Mays, um, Earth, Wind and Fire. My parents just saw The Temptations the other day. Even though it's not the original members, they are still touring off of that music. And so, yeah, I don't know why there's this notion that black people can't be a certain age and, um, you know, still doing music. But I know for sure that we as women are told that past a certain age, you can't be doing music anymore. And it's just really unfair. It's just really unfair. Yeah. And I'll, there's, I'll share this with y'all too. And then we'll get into the Lex chat. What's up, Libby? I'll share this with y'all too. And then we'll get into the Lex chat. For me, myself, I'm 29 and every day I think to myself, oh my gosh, I'm going to be 30 and I still have not made it to a point where I feel good about, you know what I mean? Like I haven't made it to the point of success that I always dreamed I would make it at. And that is a lot of unspoken pressure that it's always in the back of my mind, but it's not something that I openly talk about with people. Now, I can say that the people I'm around, we're all like 29, 30, 31, 32, 33. Like we're all in our 30s still creating music. So that should make me feel better. But for me personally, it feels, it doesn't feel good because I'm pursuing the artist route. So most of the people I know, they're, we're behind the scenes. We're writing, we're producing, we're vocally producing, we're engineering. We're not the forefront, the, the forerunner. You know what I mean? So there are just different standards that are expected of you as an artist, especially as a woman. I was even told by people a couple years ago to lie about my age. So Libby says, you're 29. I thought you were younger. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've got a young childlike spirit. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm 29. And this was a couple years ago. I was 27. 26 turning 27 and I was told to lie about my age and tell people that I'm 23 instead of 27 just because you know I don't know what it is I would have to dig deeper into that but um yeah you know everyone wants a younger woman and maybe that's there's a deeper conversation there some deep-rooted um ageism issues in the community where older men are constantly seeking out more youthful women and it's a male dominated industry. Um, and so we're expected to maintain youthfulness. I guess that's just our commodity also though. So for men, you're valued for what you can provide. For women, we are valued for how we can, how we can complement a man's status. And a way to complement a man's status is to look a certain way. Even if we do have greater attributes and characteristics, we are still reduced to how good do you look? And that is an ugly truth that it's, it's ugly. It, it sucks to hear, 
but it's true. But the same way that men want to be seen for more than their money, women want to be seen for more than our looks. I'm gonna read a couple more, who, who is this? Collective Thoughts on YouTube says, the ratio of artists and time people have in a day to listen to all the new artists is the problem. It's too many artists, no matter how good the music is. Supply and demand. Mm. Mm. Another perspective added to the conversation. Thank you, Collective Thoughts. And you know, I agree with that too. I actually miss, to a degree, I miss the perceived gatekeeper culture of labels ain't nobody checking for a label artist anymore and the reason why is because they keep signing these mediocre talents but you know that's for another discussion for another day but i i low-key miss when talent was vetted and the best talent the hardest working talent would be signed to a label now i can't say that i know they were all hard working i just know that the examples i had growing up those were the artists that I aspired to be like. And those are who I, you know, follow in their example of certain things to do throughout my career. So that's Monica, that's Brandy, that's Alicia Keys, that's Destiny's Child. And then when Beyonce became solo, that is Aaliyah. And yeah, like I, I studied their careers. Um, and they worked hard. They did a lot and they had talent in their music, you can still play their songs 20 years. Like Aaliyah is the perfect example. She passed away in 2001, a bunch of songs from the 90s and the 2000 and 2000, and people are still like hungry for her music because it's just good music. And she was also a good person and a kind soul and soft-spoken and talented. She was doing music and movies and um gosh queen of the damned one of my favorite movies with her in it and she was just doing so much she had her own cartoon she had clothing line you know just a makeup line that came out after her death but you know her music is finally on streaming all of that is a whole nother story but you know all of that to say there should not be an age limit on creativity now collective thoughts if you check out um, the DJ Power Summit ATL episode of Lex Chat that I put out uh, maybe like over a month ago now. Yeah, cause that was recapped from the end of January. So like early February is when I did that episode. The rap juggernaut actually gave a great statistic on that, um, a great number. So 700,000 songs are released every single week. So 100,000 songs a day distributed and released on Spotify. <laughs> That's over um, 7, 14, 20, 28. That's what, over 2 million records a month, right? Over 2 million records a month. And he said you got 0.011234% chance of breaking through all of that noise but I would ask you to check that out. But yeah, that's my hot take for today. There should be no age limit, no age restriction on creativity. Let me know what y'all think of the hot take down below. But now it's time to get into the topic for today. We're talking about professionalism and maintaining a certain standard that your clients can expect to experience every time they come work with you. If this is a chat you're interested in hearing more about, then stay tuned. Yeah. Hey.
Alrighty, let's get into this Lex chat. As mentioned in the introduction, today we are talking about creating a standard for yourself and how you interact with people professionally. Now, I was inspired by this topic because of my work week. So today is March 10th. I'm recording this Lex chat. Yes, I'm very late recording this. I was supposed to do this on Thursday night. I even made an announcement on my Instagram page, but here we are, okay? Here we are. <laughs> so it's been a very busy work week and I actually missed my usual recording day of Wednesday night on Instagram for the live Lex chat. And then, you know, the replays, replay on Monday at 8 a.m. Um, I missed Lex chat this past Wednesday because my work week, I got booked a crazy schedule. So, you know, for me, this is kind of a side note to what the actual topic is, but hopefully y'all will follow my uh, train of thought. So for me, Lex chat is something that I'm passionate about and it's something that I like to do because I'm passionate about helping other people and I'm passionate about music. So if I can help people to create good music, then, you know, that's one of my, I feel like that's one of my purposes in life. That being said, Lex Chat was something, is something that I have decided to commit to. And every Wednesday is supposed to be my night. So Wednesday night between the hours of six and 10, that's when I'm working on my Lex Chat. And I don't want to be disturbed and I don't want to book any sessions. However, I made an exception this week because I got booked to work with an artist. So um, I, you know, did my numbers. I analyzed my numbers from last year. I actually need to analyze March from last year because I haven't done that. But in analyzing my numbers from last year, and that's, you know, how much was I booked during the month? How much did I make during the month? Did I experience a surplus or a deficit during that month um i found that in the first half of the year is when i make my most money and when i am most likely to have surpluses at the ends of my month so for me you know i am working my tail off in the beginning of the year in the first half of the year so I can make sure that I'm okay for the slow months in November, December, and sometimes even January. Hello, beautiful, how are you, stay strong. I'm doing pretty good, how are you, Miss Tracy? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. So I have to work really hard in the beginning of the year, the first half of the year, so I'll be okay and have enough surplus saved up to carry myself through the slow season, which starts around October. And as we get into the holiday months, the major holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, November and December, and then trickling into January, those are the slowest months. So all of that being said, right? My goal is to work myself as much as possible the first half of the year so I'll be okay at the end of the year. Now, that means that I'm taking as many sessions as possible so that will be a reality by the time the slow season comes around. Well, this week I got booked with, um, the first day was a five hour session. So Monday was two to seven. So that was a five hour session. And then Tuesday was 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. 
eight hour session, eight hours straight. And then Wednesday was 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. at night. So what's that, another eight hours? And then Thursday morning, we did 10 a.m. to one. So that was three hours. But eight, 16, um, yeah, 24 hours. I worked 24 hours total in over the course of four days working with these people. And it's, um, I was okay with skipping Lex Chat this week because of who I was working with and the experience working with them has, it was very positive. <laughs> like I've been in recording situations like that before and it was not fun, but there's just a different energy working with these people. And I've, I felt that on the first day that we worked together. So the first day we worked together was Monday, great session. Tuesday, great session. Just the energy is there and everyone is equally excited about what we're doing and there's no ego and nobody is stepping on anybody's toes. Nobody's disrespecting anybody and making slide comments, nothing. We're just here to make good music. And of course the check cleared. So I'm happy because I'm getting paid up front. Um, I've been in situations where I'm promised money and I go against my business instinct to collect before I send any files or let anybody have any files and I get screwed out of money and then I'm scrambling to figure out how I'm gonna make ends meet for the month, right? But no, these, these people are just good energy. They even offer to feed me and which is very rare among clients. And yeah, send the money, get your files just smooth and we all just gelled and meshed together. And I was really inspired because it's the type of environment that is ideal for what I do as an engineer. And it's what is ideal for anybody else who is an engineer, right? Or a producer or a songwriter. I'm looking at all my audiences from YouTube, the camera for the replay and then Instagram. So if anybody wants to jump in with any comments, please let me know. But it's, it's the ideal situation that we all would like to be a part of and the type of client that we would like to work with, right? So, and I, was, I wasn't even gonna say, I wasn't even gonna say yes to the first session because the dude, one of my bosses, he called me like an hour and a half before the session was supposed to happen. And you know, I'm chilling in bed, I'm laying down, I'm not even, I ain't even really thinking about what I'm doing for the day. I haven't gotten up to go to the gym. And I'm like, eh, you know, I'm feeling, I'm in a good mood. I've gotten enough sun for the week so far. So I'm in a good mood. And um, I accept it. And it turned out, it turned out to be great. And then the energy was just so high. We ended up working four days straight together. Eight hour days, okay? Eight hour days. But the artist is serious and she was there to work. So that sets the tone. And then the guy who booked me, he is serious about his artist and he believes in her. That sets the tone. And then me as an engineer, when I walk into that situation and the business is right from the start, I'm good to go. Like that sets the tone. But just the way that these clients, you know, set the tone before we even got to working it set the tone for a positive work environment. You know, good conversation, we're laughing, we are joking back and forth, getting to know each other. Of 
Of course, like I said, the check cleared, so business is good. And then the artist is actually dope and she's really nice and she has great energy. And she seems genuinely nice, not like that fake industry nice, you know what I mean? And just grateful that everyone's here to help her get the sound so that she can be successful, right? All of that to say that it's been a great week so far. Um, that was just through yesterday. Yesterday was Thursday. Today is Friday and we're recording Lex Chat right now because I made a decision to keep that energy going. And so my ego was dropped in my ego was dropped. I, I never work off of ego. Okay. So we're talking about professionality, right? And the kind of experience that I want to be able to have with my clients. The reason why I'm getting into this is kind of based on story time, based off of this experience and a previous experience from a couple years ago, but also it just really inspired me these past few days to want to replicate that experience with every client that I work with moving forward and not worry about the pay so much. Like this experience working with these people the past four days has really clicked and affirmed for me how I should be approaching this. And it's not from a money hungry standpoint. So like I said, locked in for three days, five to eight hour days, you know, um, five to eight hour sessions each day. And the first bullet point I have here is attention to detail, right? This is the kind of standard that I, I would love to maintain that I hope to maintain with every client that I work with. Now, I'm not gonna be able to achieve this with every client because not every client is going to be as serious as these people that I just had the pleasure of working with, right? So the attention to detail was extremely refreshing in this session. Now, at first it's kind of annoying because I've been used to working with unprofessional people and people who don't take it seriously or don't understand everything that goes into the music. But the level of detail that was paid attention to during these sessions, it inspires me to want to be better. So when I'm, when I'm talking about attention to detail, I'm talking about, you know, the artists and also, oh God, I'll get to it. I'll get to it when I get to that bullet point. But it's so nice working in a room full of people who do not have an ego about what they're doing. We just came to have a good time and make good music. But so the attention to detail, right? Every little inflection matters. The artist I was working with was patient with me and I was patient with her in explaining how we wanted certain things to sound, explaining how to sing certain lines to achieve the performance that we wanted. I respectfully let my opinions be known. She respectfully let her opinions be known. And then we, you know, thought the best course of action. So when everyone has that in mind, right, the goal is to have the best product produced that we can possibly get out of this session today the ego gets dropped and we're able to pay attention to detail to get the best performance. So, you know, we might sing, I love you. And it's like, mm, can you give me a little more tail on the you? I love you. And it's like, ah, perfect. Now, can you change the inflection that you're giving me on the love? I love you. 
Oh, okay, actually that was really nice too. Let's get that one more time for safety. I love you. And it's like, ooh, that's the one. So with the attention to detail, right? We're paying attention and dissecting each line and she's trusting the way that I'm comping her vocals. So comping is basically, we do a line over and over and over again and I'm taking the best pieces of each take and creating one super take basically. So all the best parts of everything we've just done to create the perfect line, the perfect, you know, the perfect um, performance. And so the attention to detail, I'm taking I from the first take. I'm taking love from take four. I'm taking you from take five. I'm taking the tail that we wanted from take seven. And then we put it all together and it's like surgery. I'm doing surgery in the room, y'all. I'm doing surgery in the room. And we create the best sounding line. And she's patient with me while I make her do all these takes. And then she's patient with me while I'm chopping everything up and putting it all together and she's trusting that I'm getting her the best sound. So that attention to detail, along with the willingness to drop ego and take on the suggestions of people who are in the room. And the guy who booked me, right, he said something that was really dope, something that I really appreciated him saying. Um, aside from the age thing, right, cause that inspired today's hot take too, and it just went along so well with it. But he inspired me because, you know, there was a point where there were so many people in the room and I get a little bit of anxiety when there's two people, in, too many people in the room because I had an experience a couple years ago where that happened and it was really hard for me to do my job and focus in on that connection that I'm supposed to have with the artist because I could not hear her because everyone around was talking. Now, it's a good thing when everyone's talking because they're getting to know each other, you know, connections are being made and people are excited, like they like each other. The energy is right, bless you kindness. Um, the energy is right, they like each other and we're connecting. However, the chatter was like getting loud. And as an engineer, I hear everything. <coughs> I'm considering all the sound in the room. Hold on a moment. I'm considering all of the sound in the room. So it becomes a little frustrating for me because I feel like I can't hear her. And you know, sometimes the talking gets so bad to the point where I am trying to tell her something over the talk back, but because everyone is so loud behind me, she cannot hear what I'm suggesting for her to do. And you know, all that to say basically like, you know, she and her at the end of the session were kind of like, you know, I know that it got a little frustrated there because there was so many people in the room, but the thing that you got to realize is these people are equally as excited about this as you are. So everybody got an opinion because a lot of people at one point, it was like three or four different opinions going on about how we should do this one line. And that was very irritating for me too because I like to be, something I realized about myself during this set, these sessions, I like to be in authority. And the reason why I've clashed <clears throat> with other people before or why I decide for myself that I don't really wanna work with someone is because I don't respect their authority because there's an air of them not respecting my authority as well. So it made me feel really good when he said, you know, everyone 
that's in this room has a purpose. They are somebody. They are really dope at what they do. So we got a lot of opinions floating around, but everybody that's supposed to be in this room is here. And their opinions are important. And the reason why there are so many opinions is because everyone is, is as equally excited as you are for you and your music, talking to his artists. And I thought, damn, that is an amazing way to look at it. So instead of being frustrated at the fact that there are too many chiefs in the room, it's like a it's like a board meeting, you know? The board is voicing their concerns for the good of the company. So the company can do well. In this case, so the artist can give her best performance because the product is the music. We want the music to do well. The music only does well if we have the best takes, the best performance. So something else and for those of y'all listening i have a cough drop in because my, my throat started getting dry and itchy so excuse me for the smacking sounds but something else that i would hope to bring as an experience for all of the people i work with is me myself dropping my ego and respecting the artists and what they want to do professionally as well as other people dropping their ego and respecting that I also have the music's best interests at heart. And that's something that I would want my clients to experience moving forward. Next thing I want to get into, um, it's actually, you know, bringing back the hot topic, which was, should there be an age limit on music? And no, there should not be an age limit on music. So the guy who booked me, <laughs> again, I'm not saying none of these people's names but they're all dope the guy who booked me you know the first day we met we were having a little bit of a conversation before his artist got there it was perfect we had a conversation before she got there and he was just telling me about her like you know she's 37 she does a particular genre and you know black music is the only genre is the only any genre with black people in it black people are always told you're too old to be pursuing this and that's why the hot topic was so perfect. But in any genre where black people are the face, we're told that we're too old to keep pursuing it past a, pertin a certain point. Whereas in other genres like pop, country especially, nobody's telling those artists that they can't keep making music into their older ages. And so he was really excited. Like, you know, she's 37 and I'm investing in her because I think she's dope. I think she's amazing. And that inspired me too. That inspired me. For me, I don't really care how old a client is. What I care about when I'm working with somebody is, what is a school bus? Never seen a school bus come through my neighborhood. But what I care about when I'm working with an artist, I don't care about your age, I don't care about your color, I don't care about what kind of music we're making. Are you fun to work with? <laughs> and this is where people get it twisted with me, right? Like, I think I told y'all about a situation a few months ago where I butted heads with a manager of one of my clients. I haven't seen them in months now. No surprise there. But, um, you know, they only booked two hours and then showed up 20 minutes late with the expectation of getting three songs done. And the artist felt rushed because I was rushing them. 
there were two artists that had to get like they both walked out with completed songs mm. yeah they both walked out with completed songs but they felt rushed and I found out that they felt rushed and they thought my energy was bad but I'm like you're not giving me professionality you're not giving me room to really work the way that I need to be able first off two hours is a problem and I can't believe you expected to get three songs done in two hours this artist that I work with here's the difference between the mindsets right those people booked two hours showed up 20 minutes late expecting three songs and then we butted heads because they said that I was rushing them which I was trying to get the goal of the three songs which we did not meet obviously and then he wanted to book another session with me for another two hours the next day and I said no because if my energy was off I don't want your artist to feel like that and I want to have fun too <laughs> as the engineer I want to have fun too I don't just want to be a button pusher right so the mentality between the two hour session and the first day five hour session first time they're working with me booked five hours right the attention to detail and the willingness to work as long as it takes to get stuff done from these people who booked five hours the first day and then the next two days we worked eight hours each day and then the next morning we didn't leave the studio until midnight but we agreed that the next morning because they were going back out of town the next morning when are you available Lexi I can do as long as we're done by one o'clock we ask each other how long do, you, do we think it's going to take to get all this done three four hours all right let's do 10 to 1 in the morning so we left from midnight got up early to be there at 10 a.m for the session i'm on time the artist is on time and we knock out the backgrounds for the song that we need like just where is the people who did two hours <laughs> so we locked in for eight hours across four days right the people who booked two hours i only see them every three four months and it's not fun because we're rushing and we cannot pay attention to detail because we don't have enough time to pay attention to detail. We simply do not have enough time to pay attention to the detail. And then there's an ego in the shorter booking. There's not an ego in the longer booking because they are trusting that I have the music's best interest at heart and the energy is good. The two hour people, they wanna do what they wanna do. They don't trust my professional opinion and yeah, they want to do what they want to do. So that's what the experience becomes about, you know? So I just wanted to point that out. The longer sessions have a better mindset and they are more realistic about what it takes to get a good song. And it inspired me to be a better artist because I'm seeing the level of detail that it takes to get a great record. The song was already recorded and finished for the artist. All she had to do was come in and sing it. Of course, she had been listening to it for a few days, few weeks, whatever, however long she had it. She came in and she killed it, okay? The songwriting was hammered out before we get there. What's up, Maurice? Songwriting is hammered out before we get there, so we're not scrambling in the studio to write stuff. She's prepared with her material ready to go, okay? And then, since we're not writing in the session, we have the ability to focus on the performance. We can focus on the performance. We can do multiple takes and comp those lines to get the best possible sound from this. 
oh man, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. And then we can add stacks and harmonies and vocals. Like it took eight hours for one song, another eight hours for the, well, it took five hours for that first song. That first song was done. And then eight hours for the next song and then eight hours for the other song. Mm, yeah, yeah, we got a lot done. But anyway, um, the next bullet point I wanna get into, everybody has an opinion and has input because they like what they're hearing and they're excited and just as passionate about what's going on. I think I had much more fun with these clients because like I said, they are serious and we have time to get it right. Whereas with sessions who only book for two hours, we don't have a lot of time to get it right. But also she's a singer. They're rappers. Rappers don't like putting as much detail into their music anyway. Kent, Kent Land Smoke, you in ATL? Yes, I am in Atlanta. Yes, I am. So um, to go back to that point, right? Um, there's a lot of opinions and everybody has so many opinions because everyone is excited about the music. If I don't have an opinion about, if I don't feel safe to, cause this is something else, right? The type of environment that I want, egos dropped, and that allows for people to feel safe to make suggestions and to feel safe to speak up. Anytime somebody had a suggestion, everyone was making sure that we were hearing each other and trying to understand what is the goal that we're getting at? The common goal is to make the music great, okay? That's all it is. But everyone dropped their ego and like, there was a point where, at first I was kind of irritated that this, this songwriter, uh, producer guy was in there and like trying to vocally produce her because I had been producing her the whole time. But then I dropped my ego and was like, you know what, he has great, he has great ideas, he has great material. I respect him professionally. And like the guy who booked me said, everybody is in this room for a reason because they bring something special to the table. So everyone's opinion in the room is to be respected. Everyone's opinion in the room is to be respected. If they're in the room, they were invited for a reason. And for that reason, everyone's opinion should be considered and respected. And they should have the ability to feel free to express their opinions so that was also a major difference that i got to see working with these people who are serious like man man and then the other thing that's going to wrap up this whole lex chat the other thing that's going to wrap up this whole lex chat right is my last bullet point i let my talents be known and was expected to lend those talents regardless of what I was being paid hourly. So, okay, how do I speak on this point eloquently enough, right? Something that I have been worrying about for <laughs> literally years now and certain ways that I've been influenced to think about how I charge people the way that I worked this past week has solidified 
how I should have been working this whole time. And I finally understand when people say don't work for the money, work above your pay grade and the pay grade will catch up to you basically, right? So I've been agonizing over the past however long to get paid more hourly because I just need to, I'm not making the money I wanna make and I'm not living the life I wanna live. And I don't wanna live an extravagant lifestyle, right? I just want the freedom to be able to take a day or two off when I need it <laughs> or be able to take one vacation a year, damn it. And I don't, I don't currently make enough money to do that. So I've been fishing for ways to increase how much I'm making. But after working with these people this week, I was only making 25 an hour. But I was cool with that because of how great it was working with them and because the entire experience, they respected my professional opinion. And everyone was just so cool about it and everyone who was brought into the room, like I said, nobody had an ego and it was just good vibes the entire four days that we worked together. So any other situation, like with the two hour type of people, they asking me to get backgrounds on the song and I don't feel good about doing it. For one, you only book two hours. We don't have enough time for me to figure out what to do. So I think I felt better about it with the people who booked me for like eight hours each day because I'm making a good enough amount of money each day to feel like I can provide for myself after this session is over and done with. Whereas the people who booked me for two hours and I'm only gonna see y'all every three, four months, there's really no incentive for me to want to go in above, above and beyond for you. I'm just, that's just where it is. Complete transparency. There's no incentive for me to want to make sure you get the best that you can because you're not even giving yourself time to perform the best. At this point, even if you're a rapper, if you're only booking two hours, you're not serious. Or if you are booking two hours, but I'm only seeing you every three, four months, you're not serious. I can respect two hours once a week more than two hours every three or four months, but that's beside the point. So the point of this is, right, before I met the artist, you know, I met the guy the first day and he's telling me about his artist and then he's just, you know, getting to know me and asking what, what I do. And he, he mentioned, you know, this is also a testimony to me finally opening up about everything that I do. And I tell him, you know, he says, we need, um, we need somebody for backgrounds. And I say, a female vocalist? He's like, yeah. And I say, I could do it. He's like, what? You sing? I'm like, yeah, I do sing. He's like, oh, okay. Well, shoot, we got everything in house that we need. And I write and I vocal produce and I do a podcast. It's like, what? You got a podcast? Stick with me and I'm gonna show you how to turn that turn that podcast up so we can get you a million views or more. I'm like, hmm, I like this. I like this language. I like this guy. And the four the past four days that we've been working together has just proved to me that he's professional. He handles business the proper way and I feel taken care of, you know? So I don't mind even though I'm only being paid for engineering for that time, I don't mind because the time that we're spending together makes sense and we're establishing a rapport. I feel like my professional opinion is respected and it's just, 
it just set the pace for the entire, for the, for the full four days that we worked. It really just set a precedence for all of those days. And so what I'm getting at with this last point is I still want to be okay making a certain amount per hour. I definitely, cause <laughs> I definitely, okay. <clears throat> I definitely do more than my job title says. People walk in and they think I'm just an engineer, but what I want the standard to be, regardless of how much I'm making per hour, what's going to attract people to come want to work with Lexi and request Lexi. I'm a singer, I'm a songwriter, I'm an audio engineer, I'm a vocal producer, vocal coach. That's four things in one person. You're only paying me for one of those roles. I'm not getting paid for the other three a lot of times. So what'll happen is when I get people who only book me for the two hours, I'm just an engineer. I'm just a button pusher because we don't have time for me to be anything more to you. And I'm not making enough money in this situation to care that much. That's just what the reality is. That's just what the reality is. I'm not making enough money to care. <laughs> But what I want to do moving forward, and I really just have to feel out the kind of artists that I'm working with as well, because that energy, that talent should not be wasted on every client that comes in. And y'all know what, I'm, what I mean when I say that. That talent should not be wasted on every single person that comes in because not everybody's gonna be receptive to it. But the ones who are receptive to it, they understand and respect the profession. And um, they understand that they need a team and they need multiple roles to help them be successful. And this, these past few days really held a mirror to myself as well. I could be, I need to be more of a team player. I'm not, I'm not much of a team player. I like the people I like, and that's it. I'm good with those people. Um, but let me finish my point on this, right? So, and then I'll get into that and wrap this up because I think I'm over, yeah, I'm over my hour limit. So I let my talents be known and then those talents were called upon these past four days. And I lended those talents because I felt taken care of each day. But all of that to say, right, I definitely want to make a certain amount per hour and keep that the same for everybody. But the what I am going, what I expect of myself, the level of service I expect to provide for everybody will be the same at this universal pay grade. So I'm engineering you. I'm helping to vocally produce you. I might even be helping you write the song and I will be assisting with background vocals if that's what's needed to make the song great. And as long as I can get my $75 an hour, which will handle the studio rental, the to rent the studio space, and that takes care of all the roles that I just said, as well as I will be mixing and, and pre-mastering as we go along, that is the standard that I want to implement across all of my clients. But I also need quality clients for this to work. I need clients who understand 
this expense. <laughs> I need clients who understand this expense. So I'm actively looking for people who understand that and that is the standard that I want to provide. I want to be able to lock in for at least four or five hours with people in one sitting. I want to be able to pay attention to detail. I want to be able to have egos dropped. There are no egos. I want everyone to respect the opinion of everyone who is in the room. But the problem is those two hour people invite people who don't matter into the room. They invite people who don't matter. It's another conversation for another day. The people who book two hours, they're interested in looking cool. They're not interested in getting an actual good song recorded. And this I've found to be true over time. I've been engineering for 10 years now and I'm not gonna shy away from that number. We talked about age earlier. I'm not gonna shy away from that number. I've been doing this for a long time. I know what I'm talking about, okay? But I want, to, I want my clients to expect attention to detail, expect no ego. I want my clients to feel safe to share their opinions and feel respected. I want their opinions to be respected. I want their profession to be respected, right? I want to know that everyone who's in the room has the goal of making the music the best that it can be. And yeah, I want all of the talents in the room to be utilized. So that is the standard that I want to maintain for my clients. And that is a standard that I want to perform at for every client. I just gotta get people used to paying $75 per hour. <laughs> and they will get all of that, which is really a good price. That's pretty cheap actually in Atlanta because a lot of studios will be like $100 per hour and that's just for the engineer and the grandeur of the name of the studio that you're booking at. But $75 per hour, come on, man. You can't beat that for everything I just said. And then I feel good because my bills are getting paid and I'm less stressed and I'm not just taking sessions because I need to pay rent. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. At 75 an hour, basically, depending on the location I'm at, that means I'm making like 50, 50 an hour. That's all I'm asking for. I'll work 40 hours a week. I just want $50 an hour, okay? What is that, 2,000 a week? 20 hours times 50. Oh, I'm sorry, that's 1,000 a week. I was thinking 200 for some reason. But anyway, that's 1,000 a week. That's 4,000 a month. See, Maurice Beat says 75, not bad. We paying 250 an hour out here. Maurice is in LA and y'all paying 250 an hour? That's crazy. Maurice says 75 is great. Thank you. Thank you for reaffirming me. So yeah, um, that is the standard that I am holding myself to. And you know what? The bad clients, the clients that I don't really wanna keep anyway, they will slowly fall off. And the people who are serious about their music and they understand why these things are important, like the attention to detail, dropping egos and utilizing every talent in the room, they will be the ones who will constantly come back to me and book me. And I won't have to worry about how I'm going to feed myself or pay my bills every month. <laughs> and you know what? It helps with artist expense because being an artist is expensive. So I'm trying to meet people in the middle. That's why I say 75. I'm trying to meet people in the middle. 
It may feel like you're paying more upfront, but the value is unmatched. So now you don't have to come back to me and spend an extra $500 to get your song mixed and mastered because you paid me what I wanted and we took care of that throughout the recording process. So you're getting all of that before you leave the studio. So now you might have more money to free up for photo shoots, for video shoots, for marketing budgets. So that's me trying to find, you know, a happy medium between people who say they can't afford to do this. Yes, you can but you need to understand what comes with doing this. So anyway, thank y'all for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> I mean, Lex chat. Thank y'all for coming to my Lex chat today. Um, these episodes are typically recorded live on Wednesday nights in, uh, on Instagram and YouTube at LexiATL, that's at L-E-X-C-A-T-L. If you missed the live, you can catch the replays on Mondays on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. If you are listening and watching on YouTube, please give me a thumbs up to like the video. Comment down below what, what standard are you going to be maintaining for yourself moving forward, okay? Or let me know what you thought about the hot topic today. Should there be an age limit on creativity? Um, yeah, but hit the notification bell, hit the subscribe button, and uh, that would that would I would greatly appreciate that. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, or, or iHeartRadio, please make sure you give me five out of five stars and leave a review. All of these things on all of these platforms tell the algorithm that this is a good piece of content and it'll be more likely to push this content in front of larger audiences. So I would greatly appreciate that. And uh, let's do announcements one more time before we get out of here. Remember, we are in phase one of album of album promo. Phase one is the email blasting and looking for blogs to send out these press releases to. If you're interested in knowing the backstory and the meaning behind these songs and how these songs came to be created, then make sure you subscribe to my email list by going to www.lexiatl.com. The subscriber box will pop up in the bottom right hand corner. You just fill that email out and you'll be a part of my mailing list or just send me your email and I'll add you to there directly myself, okay? Um, I gave y'all a little sneak peek of It's You, so let me know what you think about that. Um, remember Saturday, March 18th, 2023, three to 6 PM is the Love E Presents Innovate and Curate Fashion Show at Corso Atlanta. That's 3200 Howell Mill Road, Northwest in Atlanta, Georgia, zip code 30327. This is an immersive and interactive fashion show and shopping experience. Next Sound Studio Live season five premiere on Thursday, March 23rd at 8.30 p.m. And I am the first episode. Episode one plays at 9 p.m. So I'm kicking off season five of Next Sound Studio Live. Join me on YouTube. Um, I'm still deciding on doing a watch party. Every time I see that note in my notes, I just like, Ugh, what am I gonna do? I need to make a decision. But yeah, I might even do um, a watch party slash listening party. So anyone who's in Atlanta, be on the lookout for that. And then lastly, Writer's Block Atlanta, an intimate evening is Tuesday, April 4th, 2023 at 7 p.m. at Eddie's Attic. Eddie's Attic is located at 515 North McDonough Street, Decatur, Georgia, 30030. 15-minute acoustic set with a guitar player. I got Nick Nelson on the guitar, on the strings with me. $15 tickets or you can buy at the door, but I would suggest you do it ahead of time, $15 online. The door opens at 6.30 that night, 6.30 p.m. 
I go on at 8.15. I forgot to mention that before. But thank you so much for listening, watching, tuning into Lex Chat. My name is Lexi. Until next time, peace. <laughs>